0: Welcome back, everybody, to this week's Dear Amber, Chinese Pod's Insider's Guide to Everything China. This week, we have the moment you've all been waiting for, that's right, Baza Talks, the infamous Baza. And I will ask a question to Clay on the Western male's fascination with dating Chinese girls. And also, just in time for flu season, Jenny gets the flu and gives us the lowdown on Chinese remedies for when you're sick. Okay, now this is a Dear Amber special guest alert. <laughs> we have a special Woo-hoo! guest today. <laughs> Actually, someone did ask a question. I saw it on the post. I think it was Gulnik He asked, where yeah. is Baza? Our mystery man. And he's here with us in the studio. Hi, Baza. Ni hao. Hi. Ah, perfect. And he even speaks Chinese for us. <laughs> we were so happy to see him. Yes, the enigma revealed. We have the Baza expose today on Dear Amber. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Baza, we have be looking forward to this day for as long as we could remember, what does it feel like for you finally
0: coming to the meeting, Jenny? <laughs> meeting all of us. It's <laughs> <That's> awesome. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of China so far? Shanghai.
1: really good, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So
0: tell us what have you done so far. Tell everybody.
1: Yeah, I went to the Jin Mao Tower yesterday.
0: Oh, the Jin mm. Mao Tower. Cool. Did you see the view?
1: Yeah.
0: So what do you think of Shanghai? Pretty big, hey?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pretty <laughs> <high-hack>, huh? Pretty high tech, huh? Yeah, and then uh, how about the Bund? Have you been to the Bund? Yeah. He's been to Chinese about three times, right? Yeah. (laughs) We're so honored. (laughs) His favorite China experience so far,
1: even though we're hitting in the corner of... Creme spray and urine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the bathroom with no plumbing yet, Baza? I'm going to take you down there after. <laughs> you have to You need somewhere to go for moral support, right? <laughs> <değil mi? laughs> yeah. So, hey, Baza, I think a lot of our listeners want to know. They want to know, Baza, what made you start to learn Chinese? Because you're yeah. like one of our earliest sea potties, right? Our earliest, I think. I think oh. so. Before my time. So what made you learn Chinese in the beginning?
1: It Just looked like a challenge,
0: really. Ah, you like a challenge. <laughs> ah. cool. So, did you were you just randomly searching your iTunes and then Chinese Pot came up? Yeah. Did much. you did you find Chinese like did you find Chinese Pot on the first day that they broadcast or which day?
1: Probably not straight away. No. No,
0: no. like Jenny, do you remember when did you first see Baza on the website? I remember it was like either the first or
1: the second week really, really early. Wow. And then we started a lifelong
0: relationship. And it's been two years now, right? (laughs) Yeah. So Baz has been learning for two years. Our oldest, one of our oldest students. And really, we've seen how much um, he, his language skills have just grown and totally. continue to blow us away. Yeah. Hey Baza, I think a lot of people want to know, um, like, um, are there Chinese people where you live? I think I've seen you post kind of like mysterious Chinese labels from boxes online. Mm. Is there? Does Chinese have anything to do with your work? No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so where'd you get the Chinese labels from? Like I saw you post that before. <laughs> so do s-
1: supplies from China. Uh,
0: oh. So what do you do yeah. for work, Baza?
1: Computer design. Oh, I could have guessed that. You're so techie. Mm, Yes, and you set up the forum, the Chinese part forum. When did you set it up? I think uh, it's over a year now, I think. Mm, Over a year. And now, uh, how many members are there? Uh, Nearly (gasps) 2,000. Whoa. I didn't even know. (laughs) So it feels like to be the leader
0: of a Chinese part tribe, huh? Mm. Pretty cool. (laughs) And I I, I know what I want to know. Are there any Chinese people where you live, Baza?
1: Not really, no.
0: <laughs> no? Do you ever see any on the street they can just like try out your Chinese with? Occasionally. Occasionally? No. Wait, uh, where do you live in England?
1: It's uh, near Leeds. Near Leeds. Small town? Yeah. Mm. So not many Chinese people around. Have you ever thought about starting a Chinese school there?
0: Interest group at least? No. Really. No. <laughs> try the online word first huh? mm. well, well actually a lot of people I know are curious Baza they asked they want to know how do you find so many Chinese resources online
1: mm. just on Google really
0: Google <laughs> well, what a concept <laughs> I should try that <laughs> just try it. Amber you're not trying hard enough I'm not techie well, Baza
1: I'm curious how much time do you spend uh, with Chinese part and mm. learning Chinese in general every day a few hours a day. A few hours, mm-hmm. hours a day. So wow. dedicated.
0: I could learn from you.
1: <laughs> mm. So, we are a huge part of
0: your life. Mm. Oh. Wow. You know, you've been a huge part definitely, yeah. in our life, too. Yeah. yeah. So, what about do you have any Chinese future plans, Baza? What are you going to use your Chinese for?
1: <laughs> Just
0: personal growth, yeah. yeah. We'll Very it special. Mm. Have you used your Chinese on the streets since you got here?
1: A lot of students of Chinese Pod tell us while they love to speak and listen to Mandarin, they are a bit intimidated to learn how to read and write in it because of the complexity of Chinese characters. That's why we created the 66 Characters series. Try it and see for yourself. I love, love
0: Not really, But How about reading signs? Because you're good at reading and writing, I know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it's helped you for reading signs and getting around. Mm. Cool. Can I ask, what is your favorite Chinese character? <laughs> <laughs> That's Jenny's Chinese name for you don't know.
1: Well,
0: we want to thank Baza for coming in, but we have to take him for lunch now, everybody, so we have to steal him away. We're going yes. for some Chinese food. <laughs>
1: Yay, see you next time, and Baza, please come back. Baza will be back. I can, I can tell he'll be like a recurring guest. Mm. He'll be back. He was still the show. Thank you, father. see you next time. Bye. 再见。
0: Our next question actually comes from me, Amber. (laughs) So I'm going to ask a question, and this question is going to be, dear Clay. Now, dear Clay, why does every foreign guy have a Chinese girlfriend within a week of their arrival in China? This is the question I want to ask Clay. At the risk of stealing some of my own thunder, I'm going to turn the question to Clay today. (laughs) Clay?
2: So why does every foreigner have a Chinese girlfriend?
0: Uh, Every foreign guy. I've noticed just, you know, I'm wondering, is this like a rite of passage? Like I kind of was noticing about you. Because Clay, like you you've only arrived here, like what? I don't serene? have a Chinese girlfriend. No, but you, I heard, I overheard like some matchmaking setting up really? going on. <laughs> so it brought to mind that question. It's like I was wondering, is it like something for men when they come here? Is it part of the allure of China to come and have an Asian girlfriend? Well,
2: but Just based on the numbers, what in regards to expats, it's got to be nine to one men to women. So oh, that's true. That's true. So there's not many uh, foreign women to be. Uh,
0: so it's, all, oh, it's like a fish in the sea kind of thing, or what?
2: Well, I think that plays something to do with it, but...
0: But, you know, I've noticed there's a lot of guys, mm, they're kind of into Asian women. I mean, don't you think that's part of the reason why they're maybe interested guys in like China?
2: Guys like
0: me, No, I, I mean, not <laughs> not naming names by any means.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, guys get girlfriends for different reasons. I think for one reason, if you say you were coming to China and you wanted to speak Chinese, there probably isn't a better way than to have a chinese being girlfriend. That's probably one thing so, that okay
0: people... so there's like the using the girl factor
2: well you can say that I guess
0: <laughs> I see well I mean in that case using you could in just, a good way you could just go to like any Chinese like a Mandarin school and pick up a teacher you know you've that way too many times <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be difficult for you to girl- get a girlfriend of you have those table manners <laughs> okay so so there is a Chinese language learning element to it I mean is that the element for you Clay why you want a girl- Chinese girlfriend I think,
2: I think mm-hmm. it would uh, it'd be nice to have someone who spoke Chinese I mean Chinese would obviously get better I don't see how it couldn't Uh, but you also have girls who They kind of want to use you for the same thing. They want to learn English. True. I think that's So there can be a conflict of interest sometimes.
0: Yeah, that's I've heard
2: that happen more than once.
0: I've often had those conversations where, like, you're the one, the foreigner's the one speaking Chinese, and the Chinese person's the one speaking English. Speaking English, yeah. (laughs) It's a bit odd. They they
2: both don't want to budge.
0: Yeah, it depends who's more stubborn. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, so there's that kind of girlfriend element. Okay, well, I've also seen, I mean, some foreigners, though, they don't speak Chinese, and they definitely want Chinese girlfriends, like...
2: Well, What's the other motives? Well, I think, like you said, it's...
0: Is it because they're more submissive than Western women? Is that what it is? It's something
2: different. <laughs> well, they're new to China, maybe, and they've been been—they've never had a Chinese or an Asian girlfriend before. So it's different. It's foreign, and that's... Uh,
0: yeah, I think that's an element. And I, I kind of think, okay, tell me. I might be wrong. I might get blasted for this mm. one. But I kind of think there is an element of, like... When they come to China, they're the celebrity status of it. And I think that they can kind of maybe get a pretty hot girlfriend, depending. I mean, they could be maybe not attend themselves, but they could maybe like sure. be with a oh. model or something, right? Well,
2: that's where the... Is, uh... that,
0: is that the case with you, <laughs> Clay? <laughs> just kidding.
2: <laughs> well, I know a lot of foreigners, they come over here and they have a lot of money. So not the case here. And they, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just like in any culture, you have a lot of money that can attract a better looking woman. So.
0: Is that true? I don't you believe you. Tell in me, that. no. I don't subscribe to that I one. <laughs> if,
2: if not new I know you at least know some girls who yeah, definitely go for the guys true. who got the dollars.
0: So, any other categories of like men? Reasons for men dating Chinese girls, wanting Chinese girls so badly when they get here.
2: Well, it can be again somewhat easy for the foreigners over here so you definitely have your dirty old men who well basically oh, the
0: dirty old men factor they
2: they love china
0: <laughs> I see so there is different reasons we can't yeah. really and make uh, generalizations is yeah. the key right yeah
2: they generally go for pretty much any girl who is uh any,
0: any girl who is a girl well, really yeah their, sta-
2: their standards are fairly low so i like to think i haven't hit dirty old man status yet
0: yeah well we got a couple years maybe
2: <laughs> more hopefully more than a couple
0: well, if you show them your baseball cards, you oh, can probably milk that for about 20 years what? more, at least. <laughs> okay, so Clay, how many Chinese girlfriends have you had? How about
2: this? Really, only one. Whoa, yeah. so monogamous of yeah, you. Yeah, only one.
0: Wow, and in how long was that?
2: Well, I've only been here two weeks, so...
0: Oh, you mean one since you came... I, th- I meant before. <laughs>
2: oh, okay. Oh, you've already had uh, one. I'm just kidding, just oh, my. kidding, just kidding. No, none here in Shanghai, but yeah, just one before. And oh. it was different. It was definitely different.
0: So I'm kind of curious then, like, as a Western guy, you've obviously dated Western girls. Is there any differences in your sort of relationship factors between dating a Chinese girl and dating a Western girl?
2: I think one thing is, at least from my experience, and again, I've only dated one Chinese girl. Mm. Um, she seemed to latch on pretty quick. Yeah. And I think towards the end, I I was only, you know, in Hainan, this is where I was living, uh, and there I was only there temporarily, and I remember her, and she knows I'm leaving, and I'm leaving, and I remember her saying, coming up to me, and it's like, whoa, when you leave, you know, it's a mapah, what am I supposed to do? Like, I'm I'm going home. Uh Uh, So I think maybe it was, And this happens, I think, here a lot. Girls see the Western guy as kind of, uh, you know, they have a lot of money. Their their lifestyle is going to definitely improve. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it's, uh, you know, definitely like the old guys who you could say they use the the girls, but sometimes it goes both ways as well. Yeah. So,
0: well, as long as the using is mutual, maybe
2: it's. Using is a bad thing. Mutually beneficial. Then who can judge it? Mutually beneficial.
0: Okay. What about like showing affection, like that kind of ways, like because I know, like um, for example, my Chinese friends say like. Hello, friends. This is Sarah Chung, a content creator for ChinesePod. Each week, we find new topics relevant to you and send them to your mobile device. Currently, we have over 4,000 lessons on the app covering a variety of topics. A huge thank you to all of our subscribers who make this amazing journey possible for all. If you are not a subscriber and you would like to try us out with no obligation, go to ChinesePod.com and start your free 30-day trial. You have nothing to lose and so much to gain, so sign up now. Or even Chinese families, maybe they're not as open or as affectionate. I found
2: that not so much. If anything, it was overly affectionate. It's really? almost like they want to everyone to know that they have a foreign boyfriend. And oh. you want to hold your hand everywhere and
0: oh, so. was it a little bit like a little too, too much? much oh. A little too much. Interesting. Like, get away, get away. And what about communication? Did you did you find it was hard? To, like anything that can actually issues? be kind
2: of entertaining. Yeah, you would think it'd be. You know, uh, uh, some kind of a block, but you have fun with it. It's it can be kind of fun, actually.
0: Yeah. So it's interesting because like usually we're always talking about foreign guys with uh, with uh, Chinese girls. I mean, have you ever known anyone that's a foreign girl with a Chinese guy?
2: Actually, well, funny enough, my roommate right now, she's oh, really she's an English girl, and her now husband mm. is a local Chinese. So when they first met, uh, you know, there was hardly any. She didn't speak Chinese. She still really doesn't speak Chinese. His English has come a long way, but apparently in the beginning, they they had that same kind of uh, again, you would think it'd be a hurdle, but you know, a year later, they're married and happy. So it's wow, yeah. That's but cool. you're right; you don't hear about many foreign girls who date Chinese men. But uh,
0: wow, I want to yeah. hear more on that. Stuff yeah, it's
2: really interesting. We have story, to try actually. and experiment. <laughs> maybe we'll bring him in.
0: <laughs> All right, good idea. So Clay, he has a hot date tonight. I've heard. So maybe we'll hear Jenny's back more. Yeah, trying to hook me up. Yeah, we'll hear about yeah. more and see how things pan out for I'll him. i you know how it goes. Our next question on Dear Amber relates to Jenny. Jenny has a cold. She yes. played so hard in Florida. She didn't puke, but she came back with the flu. <laughs> and now I'm nearly puking. Yeah. <laughs> so, Hello, Amber. Good <laughs> thing you can't get infected through a microphone, everyone. Don't worry. Mm. But I thought this would be a good time to bother Jenny with a question, which is, what are the traditional Chinese remedies for a cold or a flu? Mm. I thought Vinegar. Cause Okay, okay, let's start with vinegar. Because you know, okay, Western people, we're like chicken soup, right? Yeah. Orange juice, that sort of thing. Mm. Vinegar, how does vinegar, what do you do with it? I, I don't know the
1: rationale behind it, but if, if there is a big outbreak of cold, flu, we put vinegar around the house. Oh, so you don't drink it? Or Not you, really. You just put it around the house? Put it around the house. Wow. Let, let the
0: smell... Infuse and kill the germ. And it does the smell. Yes, <laughs> it's it
1: does smell. That
0: Chinese black vinegar, which I do like to eat, but mm. the smell is quite strong. Also, you just put it in some bowls around the house. Yes. Really interesting. Lingering. How about vinegary smell? Okay, well maybe it kills the germs. Who knows? How about like, do you guys eat chicken soup like we do, or is that a traditional? No, one?
1: it's not a Chinese remedy. And our chicken soups, well, we
0: have very different versions of chicken soup. Oh, really? Is it that uh, black chicken soup that you're talking about? Uh, no, but it's very oily because there is a rich. black chicken here, right? Yes. Does everyone know that? Mm. It's kind of scary looking, but okay. tasty though. The real chicken and the, soup. The soup from the black chicken is not black, really. Just the chicken's black. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> Why did I never see that in, in the West? Oh, so your chicken soup is more oily, more like an oil than a soup. Yes. Okay, so yeah, that wouldn't be very good when you're sick. Probably wouldn't be very appetizing. Mm. So what else? Is there any other remedies that Chinese people like to use when you have the flu? Uh, ginger. Ah, uh, ginger. So
1: we we boil some water and add ginger and brown sugar,
0: make ginger tea. Oh, I think that's. Mm. I would like that too if I was sick. Mm. That, that seems like a good remedy. What about your moms? Like, what will they do to look after you? Just order me to sleep really early. Oh, I guess that's normal. <laughs> we do that.
1: Yeah, and stay away from anything
0: cold or remotely like cool mm-hmm. oh yeah so that brings us that reminds me of our Chinese pod lesson this last week Cold ah, will threat. kill you yes. right mm. so um, is that really true all the things in that lesson they mentioned what were some of the things Jenny that you couldn't that your parents would think would cause like illness
1: well like I said anything cold uh whether it's just cold temperature or exposing yourself to an AC or even drinking cold
0: water they mm-hmm. think you're putting yourself in the danger of cold. So do you think it's true? Do you think those things? Because you're kind of like East meets West, Jenny. Do you think that those things really do cause colds? What's your opinion? Yes. <laughs> really? <laughs> See, it's my civilization. It's my roots. <laughs> I believe in all of those things. What about when you go outside with wet hair? I know my neighbor, like anytime she sees me go outside with wet yes, hair, she I freaks out. Yes, I think it's out. the number one cause of cold. Really? But I did it. I do it all the time and I don't get really? sick. Really? I think it's psychosomatic. Maybe if we think we're uh. going to get sick will get sick in any culture yes because of course like well you know in the west what do we think causes cold well germs I guess they've proven that haven't they (laughs) Ah, so you have a very scientific approach to it I don't know what about fevers is there any traditional Chinese remedies for fevers well
1: that's interesting because our remedy basically Urge people to heat up their body temperature. Oh, so, so if you're
0: already like 42 degree fever, you should.
1: You should wrap yourself. Get even hotter. In all the clothes and covers you have, get even hotter and sweat. Really? So you get the inner heat
0: out uh, from your sweat. So get even hotter. Mm. Well, I'm not sure because I'm not a doctor, but I have a feeling in Western medicine it's the opposite. Yeah, isn't it? It cool the body temperature down. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm, what about stomach remedies while we're on the subject? Oh, ginger too. Ginger as well.
1: Yeah, you cut well, um, slice some pieces of ginger and put it on a plaster or Band-Aid and stick them onto your belly button. Oh,
0: so you don't eat it. No. You stick it on the belly button. Yeah. And what does that do? Go seep in or something? Yes. <laughs>
1: Well, I
0: guess that's good because if you were like throwing up, you wouldn't be able to keep anything down. So you could just (laughs) paste it on your belly button. (laughs) And you would smell like ginger. How delightful. That might be better than any other smells (laughs) that might be coming out. (laughs) Okay. And I know, Jenny, one thing, I had a flu once in China and Uh then someone lovingly stuck a very sticky menthol sort of patch on my um, forehead. On my forehead. Uh But the thing was it was nice and warm but like ripping it off was more painful than like <laughs> the flu was. What is is that also a traditional Chinese remedy that sticky patch? Well,
1: the sticky patch is a modern scientific invention, what medical invention. But the root is um cooling down your body temperature. Yeah, cuz it's so quite mentally, fever, yeah. yeah. People would use um towel and put and rinse the towel in cold water mm-hmm. and put it on your forehead. So um, the, the purpose is to cool down your temperature while you're heating up your temperature with all the covers and the clothes you oh have on your Jenny. body. How complicated so, is
0: that? Are you a doctor? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that, that went way over my head. <laughs> all I know is that when you rip it off, it really hurts. <laughs> Facial hair, we all have those. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to go wax after you have that done. <laughs> yes, unibrow.
2: <laughs> hey guys, it's Michael here at Chinese Pod and we want to say thank you to all of our faithful subscribers. If you're not registered yet, head over to ChinesePod.com now and get 20% off. Use promo code GET20 at checkout to get 20% off your first year.
0: Along with flu comes headaches mm-hmm. while we're at it. Is there any traditional remedy for headaches? And you know, Western people, we should listen because mm. Chinese medicine is very ancient, much mm. more ancient than Western medicine.
1: Well, there is a very mentally uh, oil or ointment. Yeah. Uh, you you put is it tiger balm? Um, yes.
0: Oh yeah. To both to your temples. right? Yeah, that always feels oh. good. I think some Western people do that now too. It's we a must good have got relief. That from Chinese people. Yeah.
1: Or you can uh,
0: massage. Certain spots on your palm Oh, okay, so mm. like reflexology Yeah. So Chinese people also do that for headaches yes. Oh, mm. well, those are all really good tips I think like if we could all sort of like meld the West and the East Maybe we'll never get sick again Oh, <laughs> let's hope so <laughs> At least we can feel a lot better With our belly buttons taped over with ginger <laughs> No, I'll go home yeah, and try Jenny. some tiger balm. Yeah, and the best thing to do is rest So we hope Jenny gets full well soon That's it for this week's Dear Amber, Chinese Pods Insider's Guide to Everything China. Now, don't forget to send any questions you have to Dear Amber at PraxisLanguage.com or go to my profile and leave me a question. Also, everyone can tell us what they thought of Baza's interview and uh, leave your own comments about the subjects that we talked about today. We look forward to hearing from you and we'll see you next time on Dear Amber. Shai to Tijian.